Hello, this is the Tom Benti Media Podcast. I am here with Dr. Pecorero, and he is a physician, and we're we're going to talk a lot about brain health, brain functions, particularly as you get older. Uh, sometimes we see cognitive decline. And what I'm really interested in, in, in talking with the doctor today is about how we can achieve optimal brain function and brain health for creativity. Because if you're a writer, if you're an actor, if you're a director, or if you're communicating, uh, oftentimes you need really good brain function to perform well and to create uh, content and to just be a, a great writer and a great artist. So I'm really interesting to learn for myself things that I could do to uh, achieve that now as, as I'm getting older and what we can do to either, maybe there's foods we can eat, maybe there's exercises we can do. I'm not exactly sure, but I'd love to talk to the doctor about that. So doctor, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, welcome to uh, the podcast. Uh, thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me on. Uh, always glad to uh, teach people about uh, what we do and about uh, health, especially brain health. Great, great. Well, how did you get started? And um, how did this whole interest in medicine start? And I know you were a doctor for 25 years. Just get, give us a little insight into your background. Uh, well, I come from a family with a lot of doctors. My uncles, my father was a dentist. Uh, I have three brothers, they're doctors. Uh, um, I became interested in chiropractic when I was uh, in college. I went to Rutgers College. Uh, my older brother uh, became a chiropractor. <clears throat> I became interested because I had a girlfriend at the time. She had severe headaches. Nobody could help her. He started treating her and her headaches went away. So I thought that was pretty interesting doing uh, healing people without taking medicines or drugs, which just cover up the problem most of the time, depending on, on the condition. Uh, so when I graduated, I went to New York Chiropractic College in um, uh, Long Island uh, for four years. And I graduated in 1980. So I, I've, I've been practicing all that time up to 2005, and I retired. Um, and what what happened, the reason I went back into chiropractic was I discovered this new technique. And it came from my uh, one of my daughters. She was 30 years old, and she hurt her back. No chiropractors could help her, no medical doctors could help her, no acupuncturists could help her. And uh, I was actually thinking of having her do surgery, uh, but then someone told us about this um, doctor who actually was just like a, a block away from where she lived. And he concentrated on the top bone in the spine called the atlas, which is very close to the brain. And he explained how that could throw your balance out and cause you to have low back pain. So he gave her the treatment and within 20 minutes, 70% of her pain was gone after being bedridden for almost three years. So uh, I decided uh, at that time, that was about six, seven years ago, 
I was very impressed with that. And I started sending people from New Jersey down to Florida where he was and uh, people were getting amazing results. So I decided to come out of retirement. I um, got trained in the technique and then I opened, he decided to do franchising and I opened the first franchise in, uh, in the United States. And that was in Seagirt, New Jersey, where I'm practicing now. So I'm in practice with this technique for about a year. Wow. What Can you tell us a little bit about the actual technique? Yes. Uh, what we do is, like I said before, we concentrated on the top bone in the spine called the atlas. And one of the reasons we do that is there's... Uh, if the atlas is misplaced, and the atlas is different than all the other bones in the spine because the joints are so you can move your head in all different directions so you could see. All the other bones are more stable. That's less stable. So it's more likely to be displaced. And when it's displaced and not moving in its correct range of motion, you have arteries and veins going to and from the brain, uh, you have a lot of, um, you have the messages from the brain going down the spinal cord that could be interrupted or irritated going to the rest of the body since the brain controls everything in the body. So uh, what we do is people will come in with different problems, a lot of different types of problems, migraine, headaches, jaw problems, neck problems, lower back problems, pain in the hands, all different interesting conditions that they're not getting better from with uh, other techniques. So we, we do a physical examination and we determine if the atlas is the cause of their problem. And after we find that out, we do very specific x-rays where we have to position the person in an exact way. So when we examine the x-rays, we have to put lines and dots in different areas of the bones. And then we input that into a spinal engineering software, which will tell us the degree and the millimeter of how the bone has moved in three different dimensions. Then we input that into our adjusting instrument and we aim the instrument so a sound wave is produced and goes through the tissues and moves the bone back to where it should be. And right after that, we take post x-rays, we do another analysis to make sure we got the correction that we needed. And once the atlas is in its proper place, then you can start to heal. And then we do follow-ups to make sure that the atlas stays in place um, because it can tend to go back out of place because it's been out of place usually for a long time. And the muscles and ligaments get used to that. So we have to get it used to be staying back to where it should be. And uh, we have miraculous results in a lot of different um, conditions. Wow, very, very interesting. What has the response been from the uh, the medical community in terms of this this new technique? Uh, it's, it depends on the individual. It's, it's a very new technique. It's only been around for like seven, eight years. 
So I learned it in the very beginning. So, but from the patients and a lot of different organizations, it's gotten really good feedback because a lot of they, they would send patients and they would get amazing results. Um, all different types of results. I mean, I get patients every week with uh, problems in their jaw, TMJ problems, where they haven't been able to get relief from any type of doctor. And it's all coming because the atlas bone is displaced and it's irritating the nerves that go to the jaw muscles. And once it's back in place, then that irritation is gone and the muscles relax and the person doesn't have the problem anymore. Um, people with migraines, low back pain, uh, very, very interesting neurological problems where people haven't been helped in other ways. We've been able to help people. Very cool. Now, we were talking before we started about brain function and brain health. Is the spine related? I know you said with migraines, but in terms of functionality and being uh, really uh focused does the spine relate to brain function in that way yes specifically the atlas bone because the atlas bone um, is in an area where the spinal cord and the brain stem meet so if that is out of whack it's going to cause problems in the brain and also from the brain down and from the neck up to the brain. And the reason is there are um, some arteries that go through the neck bones and they make a 90, after it goes through the atlas bone, they make a 90 degree um, angle and then they go up into the brain and cause um, one of the, it's one of the major blood supplies to the brain. Also, on the side of the neck, there is the internal jugular vein, which it takes the blood that's used up and it drains it, brings it back to the uh, heart and lungs to get more oxygen. And you have the internal carotid artery, which goes up into the brain. So that, uh, if the blood flow up to the brain is impeded in any way and can cause the brain not to be functioning the way it should be. Um, another aspect is it, if the atlas bone is twisted in some way, there is actually a thing called the cerebral spinal fluid. And it's a fluid that brings nutrients to the spinal cord in the brain. And then it takes waste products away from the brain and gets rid of them. So if the atlas is displaced, it kind of interrupts that flow. The flow is not as good as it should be. So you could have backup of um, met metabolic waste products from the brain, which can affect the brain, or you can not get enough nutrients that the brain is supposed to get. So we see do see uh, some conditions like that a lot in our practice so it's mostly focused on the spine and how the spine relates to the brain are there any other tips you could provide in terms of brain function and making sure that we're really focused in our work as creatives what are some things that we can do as we get older 
to really make sure that our brain is functioning properly and, and we're working at an optimal level? Uh, one of the things is exercise. I mean, <clears throat> the more you exercise, the more you're going to get that blood flow to the brain. And the blood flow is a very, very important aspect. If, if it's impeded in any way, uh, either due to the atlas being out or just lack of exercise, then your brain is not going to function as well. You're not going to have the mental acuity that you should have. Uh, nutrition is very important, getting the proper nutrition. A lot of um, omega-3 fatty acids are very important for the brain to be functioning properly. So either taking it as a supplement, but also eating like fish, fatty fish, things like that will help a lot also. And um, just actually using the brain, you know, like some people, they get lazy and they don't read, they don't try to think of things. That using the brain is a very important thing because that also will bring blood to the area. Um, uh, in, in our practice, we see a lot of people come in and they say they have brain fog. They don't know what's wrong. Uh, I had one patient, she was uh, 82 years old. She came in and she was complaining because she had this brain fog that um, stopped her from reading. She loved to read. She, she was in a book club, so they would read together. And she said she wasn't able to focus. Um, so we found out that her atlas was out of place we did a workup on her. We put the atlas back to where it should be. And then her, the blood flow started going better. And she was able to start reading again and um, go back to her book club. So it, it was a very interesting case. Um, also taught her about using the omega-3 uh, fatty acids for the brain. Um, and since she loves to read, she was exercising her brain all the time. So, uh, and she, she was doing exercise. Now, when you say exercise, do you mean like cardio? Does it have to be a rigorous exercise? Do you mean just maybe taking a walk? What do you recommend? Well, it depends on the person's age, but the, the elderly people just walking and moving around is good enough. The um, the mistake a lot of elderly people make is going too hard with the exercise. And then they have problem with the joints or uh, their body is not um, up to doing too vigorous an exercise. So, and of course it depends on the person besides the age and, and how good a shape they are or um, their musculature, things like that. So <clears throat> even just taking walks, long walks is really good and it exercise and you get the blood flowing. Um, <coughs> uh, doing um, light weightlifting for elderly people is, is very good to keep the muscles um, strong. And uh, some elderly people have problems with osteoporosis where the bones get more brittle and the more stress you put on the on the bones and the muscles the more that is preventative 
<laughs> so um, if you're younger, then do you can do all kinds of exercise, uh, just to the extent that you can take it. You're not overdoing it. Gotcha. And you talked a lot about the atlas bone and um, it becoming out of alignment. What are some things that can cause that uh, to become uh, out of whack? And is it something that you're going to automatically like know based on pain? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it's more um, surrounding symptoms that are going to become apparent as opposed to like a sharp pain. But how does how does that work? Yeah, uh, it could a lot of different ways. Uh, the if you have like a car accident or a fall and hit your head or some kind of trauma like that, uh, it will throw your atlas bone out. Um, but if that happens, your body tends to try to compensate for that and try to protect it and try to heal it. Uh, it won't move the bone back in place, but it tries to do what it can for the tissues. The problem is, is it can only do so much. So we have people who were in car accidents 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and then they don't get symptoms until like 30, 40 years later. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. It's just that that took that much time for the body not to be able to handle it anymore and for the tissues to degenerate. So uh, that's one way. Uh, another way is like posture. We, we notice that people who are working on computers all the time and they have their head down, they're putting stress on it. Uh, that can cause too. Sleeping on your stomach, you have to put your head one way or the other to breathe. And that is a very common thing for people too, because you're stretching the muscles on one side of the neck and the other ones are more relaxed. So you have an imbalance there, which will make those things happen. So you so, recommend sleeping on your back, I guess? On your back or your side in the fetal position is is fine too that's probably the best way it gives you the the least amount of stress on your spine and your muscles gotcha. and you, do you see these issues pop up you mentioned some elderly people but do you see these issues pop up in younger people in their 20s 30s 40s oh definitely um you know younger people are more active so they sometimes they're into sports or they're just you know, they can slip and fall or something can happen. Uh, what interesting thing that we found with research, the, this uh, technique is that there are, are two little bones that come out from each side of your skull and attached to those are ligaments that go to a bone in the front of your neck called the hyoid bone. So the bones are only like, uh, half an inch short, and then you have the ligaments going down. But doing research, we found that these ligaments get calcified. And when they get calcified, and if the atlas is out of place, it could pinch those blood vessels we talked about before. In medicine, they call it Eagle syndrome. Uh, in medicine, they try to do surgery and take them out. We don't do that. We just make sure the atlas is in place and it's not a problem. But the interesting part of the research is they find that those two things are calcified 
more in people in their 20s and 40s than their people over 60. And the reason for is using your cell phone and putting your head down. Mm. The younger people, they've been doing it their whole life, where the older people, the first part of the life, we didn't have the cell phones to be putting their head down and looking at things. Very interesting. So um, as we wrap up here, doctor, um, how can, if anyone does have an issue, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? And do you have any uh, parting words of advice for someone that might be having uh, back pain? Yeah, they, they could get in touch with us uh, because you um, have me on your podcast. Uh, we're giving a free phone consultation for anyone who, who wants to ask me questions. Uh, they could go to www.epicclinic.co and they can make an appointment for a phone consultation and I can talk to them about uh, whether they want treatment or advice, anything like that. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I think it's it's very important that if someone does have a back pain, it's it's, it's something that could really take over your life. I know people that, have, uh, thank God, I, I really haven't had a, uh, much experience with that. But I know people that either they get in an accident or an issue pops up over time, they're they're working out or they're, they get involved in some sort of um, sports where they're extending themselves and and these issues can really just take hold of their life and it's it's chronic. So if 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 this new technique that you're working on could really help people and help them physically, but also help their brain function, I really think it's great. And uh, hopefully we can help some people that are, are going through some issues with their back. Yes, uh, back, neck pains, headaches. Uh, like uh, we had talked earlier about creativity. You know, if the brain's functioning to its optimum, it's much easier to to do things, to think, uh, to create. So it's very important for you to have good brain health because the brain is the control center. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the, the talk. Okay, thanks for having me on.